And uh, speaking of worship, you know, uh, Andy is now the person that everybody can fuss at if you don't like how the worship's going in the church. And so he wanted to sort of share, you know, some vision about where we're headed in, you know, our corporate worship service. So, and then after that, Matthew will got a word. Well, I had everything all together, and then then worship happened this morning, and I just it's like throw it all out, you know, and uh, because it's just mystifying. I mean, it is mystifying. As soon as I think I've got it figured out, the Lord just comes in and does something different, and it's like, oh, okay, well. But um, one thing that I really do know is that I love my brother. I love my brother Dan so much. Yeah, I mean, he he's an amazing guy. And uh, he's going places. And when he walked, I didn't know he was going to be here this morning. And when he walked into the room, it's like something something happened to me. This My heart leapt and there was this, like a flashlight went on in my spirit. And... Uh, and what it really made me realize is that Dan and I, our, our destinies are connected. We really need each other to fulfill everything that he and I are both going to do with our lives. And we're stronger with each other than without each other. And that's really the picture of the body of Christ. That... Um, you know, what Don shared is really key. I mean, it, we... There's a sweet fellowship, a sweet fellowship. There's almost nothing better. Outside of seeing people come to Jesus, I can't think of hardly anything better than being with the congregation of saints and just praising God from our, our spirits and our souls. And man, I, that song that Becky did, I first sang that song when I was five years old. I've been singing that song my whole life. And when I walked in this morning, man, I knew God had something special planned this morning because, oh, man, it's, it is really a heritage. It's, we, what we're a part of is incredible. Sunday morning, you know, there's a lot of disdain for Sunday morning because sometimes it feels like we're slogging through. But, man, it is a place where heritages are, are built and legacies are passed on. I mean, I'm so glad my children heard that song. I mean, really, that's the first... Out of, outside of me walking around the house singing that song, that's the first time they've ever heard it corporately. And man, that is something I really treasure. And I just want to say, the worship team this morning was rocking, man. I mean, it was like they were tearing it up. I mean, I, you guys looked like you were having fun. I was having fun. Cameron was back there. He... He couldn't wipe the smile off of his face. It was just a great day in the Lord, you know. Um, one thing that I haven't yet learned how to do is uh, organize my thoughts. So just have to bear with me. I'm just going to fumble through all this stuff. Um, but you guys, I, 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 was, I was talking to Byron a couple weeks ago, and I felt like, um, you know, I felt like I needed to say something to you guys about why we do what we do, what we're doing, and, and just... Because it, it seems like it's really messy, and it is. It is messy. I mean, we really don't know what we're doing. But I want to start by telling you the story. This is, this is how it works, okay? 
the worship leader who's going to lead that next Sunday gets up on Monday morning and he, starts, he or she starts thinking about what's going to happen next Sunday. So they start thinking about their song list. They start thinking about the people they're going to use. They start thinking about the instruments they're going to use. And they work really, really hard to get this worship service together because they realize the importance of it. And, and there's this very thin line that the worship leader walks on. And this is what it is. Our main goal is to minister unto God. But at the same time, we have to minister to the people. We have to minister unto God and we have to facilitate, we have to build a platform for people to be able to join in the praises. Because that's the whole point of coming together, right? Is that we all add our amen together. We all add our voice together to worship God. So, I mean, I can be as spiritual as I want and I can come up here and I can get really into worship, but if I leave you guys behind, then it really only one person got blessed. And then, so that's, that's the dilemma. That is the ongoing dilemma. Becky's been doing this for 25, 30 years, and she still hasn't figured it out. I still haven't figured it out. So we get up, we get our song list together, we do, we do the worship service, and, and I'm up there and I'm standing there with my guitar, and, you know, there's people in the audience that just got this face like, you know, I mean, Doug Murdoch is like, if that guy could ever get into worship, then maybe we could go somewhere. You know, I mean, Doug's always holding me back, you know. <clears throat> but um, the thing is, is, is we, we do this thing with the music and, and it looks like, you know, and then, then we start judging and we go, okay, well, that didn't really go over well. And, um, but but here, here's what happens. And, and the reason why I'm saying this to you is because I want you to understand that really worship is sub- it's subjective. And, and really, it's mostly based on your heart. It's mostly based on your heart. Some of it has to do with what's going on up here, but most of it has to do with what's going on with your spirit and your soul. Because when we do this, what... what I mean, this, the perfect example was last week. I led worship... I get down off the stage and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that just about killed me. You know, it was just like, that was one of the worst times I've ever had in my life, I think. You know? But, you know, and then I talk to three other people and they say, yeah, Andy, that was pretty bad. That was pretty awful. <laughs> but three other people said, I, I've never felt touched by the Lord like I got touched this morning. So the reason why I explain that to you is that what that means is that we need to give room for each other to grow in the process of finding the Lord. And it really takes all of us to discern the mind of the Lord. I mean, I've been given the job of, you know, kind of facilitating it all. But I realize that these shoulders are not broad enough to figure out what the Lord's doing. You know, and... and um and so right now, now practically speaking, right now what we have is we have three worship teams. Um, I, I've got a team, Becky has a team, and then Sally Mosley has a team. And um, there's, there's reasons why we do that. One of the reasons is, is it takes pressure off one person. If there was one person up here, um, that's, that's really a lot to bear. And, um, and I think by having multiple worship leaders, we, we keep it fresh. You know, we keep... 
um, new songs coming and and uh, we keep different perspectives coming. But the downside of that is is that you guys get stretched week to week to week because you never know what's going to happen, right? I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's a bit uncomfortable. But I think I think this body it can agree that really that's pretty much one of our core values is really kind of stretching ourselves and going for it. And um, and uh, we've been talking a lot about the testimony. And Byron's been talking a lot about the testimony of, of the people of God and, and the power that it has. And I've got this one scripture. This is really my vision in a nutshell for the worship at this church. And, and don't get me wrong, because I'm not excluding everything else. This just says the best, what I, what I see envisioned for the worship in this church. Because believe me, we believe in dance. We believe in clapping. We believe in all those things that are talked about in the Psalms. Psalms. We embrace those things. Um, but I, I wanted to read you from Colossians 3, 3, 15 and 17. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Now this is really key, this next part. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And so, to me, what's really important is, is really the words that we sing. I, I really feel that's important. Becky's been talking a lot about hymns lately. And, and, um, and you know, the Word of God says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony. But really, the Word of our testimony is really His testimony. It's We are saying out of our mouths what He is saying about us. And that's what it is. And that's where the strength and the power comes from in our lives. When I walk out of here Sunday mornings, man, right now I feel so blessed. I feel extremely blessed. I feel invigorated because I've been singing God's testimony over myself and I've been hearing you guys sing it over yourself. And it's like this milieu of God's goodness in this body coming out of our spirits and so um, and then this other scripture in Ephesians 5 um, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And, um, you know, this, this is really new covenant worship right here. It's New Testament worship. It's the epitome of, of body life. And that, that last line in that is very interesting, submitting to one another in the fear of God. That is directly speaking to what the 
what the family of God should look like. The body of Christ is not an institution. It's not an institution. It's a family. It's a group of people who are each going through this process together. And when we come together and we sing these songs, um, it's, it's really not about the songs we sing, though that's important. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a songwriter. I love songs. But, but more than anything, I'm, I'm transformed by the Word of God more than anything else. I think we've proven in this church that the music can be bad and the worship can still be good. I mean, and that's not a slight on any of the teams. That's just the way it is. And one of my passions right now, and this is, you guys have to realize, I'll try not to take up too much time, man. Okay. One of the passions, when I first got here, this is, I was all about professional musicianship. Man, I was, I was passionate for, for having a bunch of really great musicians. But this is my passion now, that the worship team would reflect the congregation. Because we're singing our story. We're telling the story of this tribe of people right here. And, um, and I, just one more real quick explanation. You, it, it's possible that you've noticed that we don't do a lot of songs outside of um, well we don't do a lot of other people's songs let me put it that way I mean a lot of the songs that we do in this congregation are um, they're written by people in the worship team and um, there's a reason why we do that it's because um, because because we're telling our story we're telling the story of what God is doing in this place you know, so, um, and we're going to keep doing that. And, and obvi- but, but I'm so glad Becky did, said what she said this morning because, you know, it, it, it's, it's another wire walk. It's the reaching back and the reaching forward, continually reaching back, reaching forward to find out what God's doing right now, you know. So please love us as we try to um, do this. And, um, you know, because... See, I had this one little thing. Oh, yeah. Here's, the truest worship is the love that we serve each other with. It really is. You know, when Martin Neal was here, he said this. He, he told that story. And, and the bottom line of that story is Christ is among us. You know, Christ is in you. Christ is in you. And how we treat one another and how we love each other and how we serve each other is really the indicator of what God is doing in our, in our midst. It's, it's not the music. The music is only one small portion of that gauge. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out here, but that I hope that brought a little bit of clarity of what we're trying to do here. Um, so 